You're listening to Marco Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Pertinence are punctuated, and on the pertinence are punctuated, it's time for us to join us. Uh, world-renowned scholar, a Medina University graduate, Sheikh Shoaib Maida. Sheikh, assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. And tell me, how are you doing this fine, beautiful evening? Wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to my beloved brother Shafat Ahmed Khan and all the dear listeners of Markaz Sahaba this evening, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jamaah. Say Alhamdulillah, Thumma Alhamdulillah, we're keeping well and always Alhamdulillah, ala kulli hal. Yeah, absolutely. As you said, all the conditions, whatever we go through, uh, you know, we should say Alhamdulillah, because uh, the reality of life is uh, that we, uh, for a short while, we have uh, different types of tests and trials and tribulations coming through. And, you know, we look at it, uh, some come from a divine decree, as, uh, you know, we speak uh, from the noble Quran, where we see Yaqub alayhi salam, we see Nabi sallallahu alayhi salam, we see Musa alayhi salam, we see Ibrahim alayhi salam, all going through a test that was uh, divinely ordained. And uh, the same will come to us. And then uh, you find a test that comes through via people, people on people, people putting zulm on us, you know, sometimes your own family members in the case of Nuh Nuh alayhi salam and you looked at uh, Luth alayhi salam and then you even looked uh, amongst uh, the uh, pagan Arabs, I mean, you looked at a prophet's own family, his own uncles uh, were against him and so forth and uh, then you find in uh, this the biggest test being we putting Zulum oppression on ourselves by uh, doing injustice uh, to us. You know, Hazrat Ali anhu said it so eloquently, sometimes it concerns uh, thee more to flee from a, uh, from a lion than yourself. You know, sometimes it concerns thee more to flee from a, uh, from, thy, uh, from, uh, from a lion than, than thy, thyself. In other words, meaning that uh, there's so much of things that goes in our minds and so much of, uh, uh, you know, temptation that come through and all those thoughts that come through that we want deliberately to disobey Allah just for this meretricious world and losing our akhirah. So uh, we should be careful in whatever we do. And these trials and tribulations, perhaps a gift uh, given to us, and these are our examination papers, where we have to go through this examination to prove to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we are worthy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that we are worthy of earning the Jannah. And uh, Sheikh Shui Maida, perhaps uh, your thoughts are there? No, no, definitely, you know, Shafa, the way you put it, it just tells you straight that uh, when it comes to spiritual or religious issues, it's not a family business that we may think of ways, uh, oh, the uncles, the aunties, the brothers, the sons, the daughters involved. You know, this is a spiritual kind of uh, uh part of life that Allah gives it to whosoever he wills, you know, to be on the righteous path, and whosoever he doesn't will go on the wrong path. Just as you said, you can give in quite a lot of examples. You know, you look at, uh, as you said, Nabi Muhammad his uncle who stood up for him and uh, told the pagan Arabs to say, if anybody touches the hair of my nephew, there's going to be war. You know, and uh, nobody did that to escape, but still more couldn't accept the deen. And now you look at another good example, look at... Um, <clears throat> Anuh uh, alayhi salatu wa salam, his son, was among the disbelievers, where he calls his son, Ya Ibn my son, come and have, take a ride with us in that ark. And he says, I'm going to go on and climb the highest mountain so I'll be saved from water. You know, you can see it's not family business. The same, I mean, uh, you go to Shuaib alayhi salatu wa salam, his wife actually was among the wrongdoers. When the angels came in, uh, they came in a form of men, and the nation was good at uh, uh, 
homosexuality and she goes behind his back and says hey there's nice men in my house you know it just tells you not a family business not the way a wife children and everybody will get involved this is totally different kind of business that Lauta gives guidance to whosoever he pleases and also he who send somebody to go astray whenever he wills him to go astray. So definitely it's not an issue where you uh, do it by choice. It is by default that Allah has chosen to say this one is going to be guided and be right to guide it and do the things right. And you, as you said, look, we moving through that the man as you said, where Allah has mentioned, you know, there will be the time where Allah is going to test us, you know, from actually hunger, you know, recession and the rest of that. And actually the laws of lives just like how we have in Palestine and other parts of the world at the same time safety and security is just you know there's no safety and security anymore today you're going you know you're not expected to come back home because safety wise we actually corrupted there's no security there's no safety anything can happen so all these are the tests that Allah has given us but finally and the best part is Wabashiri Swabirin you know those that endure in patience and understand that this could be trials and tribulations from Allah these are the people that are going to prosper. When some of us, when we get afflicted by this kind of tribulation and taste, we look back upon Allah, there's a loss of life and the rest of that, and we say, surely we belong to Allah, and we are on a journey going back to Allah. And for those that will have that firm yakin and understand that everything comes from Allah, definitely for them there will be blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and actually salawat again upon them just because simply they have accepted the will of Allah and they've done according to what Allah wants them to do so I mean uh, this is where the test comes forward to to accept and acknowledge that everything comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and there's only specific time that Allah will send uh, the trials and tribulations to us and we must just be ready and be good at all the times and make sure we're always doing righteous things because remember Shaf Allah has mentioned in Rahmatullahi Qaribun Min Al Muhsinin, that surely the mercy of Allah Ta'ala and His Rahmah is just close to the righteous ones. So we have to be righteous in order to have actually the opportunity to grasp the Rahmah and the mercy of Allah Ta'ala Shaf. Yes, Sheikh Shoemaida, you know, saying it, uh, mashallah there. And, uh, you know, you look at uh, the quality of all these uh, tests that we talk about is uh, the most important thing is if you want to get that trophy of uh, success, if you want to get that, uh, you know, for those, uh, you have to have sabr, you have to have patience, and patience is a virtue. And without patience, uh, you may just blow your fuse and you may do something wrong, which uh, Shaitan will enjoy you doing and uh, losing that uh, type, top, top title that awaits uh, uh, an individual that bites his tongue and he says I'm a patience for the pleasure of my creator and my patience is a company patience and when you're saying that you have this yakin you have this uh, conviction that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is uh, our all and be and all and everything now you know uh, Sheikh Shoaib Maida when you look at the Quran and in Surah Rahman you know when you look at uh, uh, 31 uh, Verse 22, where he says, uh, Whoever surrenders himself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and lives uh, righteously, grasps the most firm handle, the ultimate decision of all matters, rest with whom? With Allah. Ya Sheikh, what a beautiful line indeed. You know, I'll repeat that again. Whosoever surrenders himself to Allah and lives righteously, grasps the most firm handle, the ultimate decision of all matters is rest with who? 
with Allah. Beautiful indeed, yeah, yeah, Sheikh. And if you can, uh, you know, uh, remember that uh, that uh, anything that happens, the ultimate, uh, the the ultimate decisions of all matters rest with Allah and Allah alone. You may think this dunya, oh no, I'll get away, I'll do this and that. But the ultimate thing, Ya Sheikh, is that ultimate thing in the Akhirah, when Yom Al-Qiyamah, when uh, the uh, reckoning takes place there. Talk to me, Sheikh. No, no, definitely, you know, and whosoever actually uh, rest every endeavors the way in Allah Ta'ala definitely Allah is the one that finally awards you and actually gives you the best status out of that so definitely you know Shav just to touch much on the, uh, that key note that you've said about sabr it is actually the key for everything that even Allah Ta'ala has mentioned there's no reward for uh, patience except for Jannah you know every action that you take Shav needs a lot of patience for you to go read Salah you need to have that sabr to have a shower uh, to make sure your clothings are clean and just to take that walk or even to pull the musalla and read. There's a lot of sabbat too much distractions today in our world that we live in. Our mobile phone becoming the first devil that actually is there on your eyes where it pings all the time with new goodies that are coming which are harami goodies. And uh, you know always you must remember haram goodies are the one that greet us. When it comes like that actually you want to look and see and actually find out how it came in that way. If somebody sends you an ayat on um, your WhatsApp or your TikTok and say, recite this ayat and see that I mean, say we recite all the time, five times a day reciting ayat. But if somebody says you something that is not right, that looks good or appeasing in your eyes, but yet spiritually it affects you, then we start looking to it and sharing it a million times to everybody. They must know that you get the best of uh, haram stuff that you can share with everybody. So definitely, Shaf, sabar is the key. If you have all this and have the key, uh, which is patience to say, no, I cannot be going through this haram stuff, and you delete it. You know, come another one, you delete it. Adhan is going, you start making your du and getting ready to walk to the masjid. If you're not in the position to walk, let's say you sickly you can't make it day, you pull your muswal and you sit, read your salah, that is what actually is required. And you know, as you said, you know, somebody comes and says something that is pain, painful and distasteful to you. And you think back and say, yeah, no, man, I need to have patience. I cannot be uh, fighting the patient because, you know, if you argue the fool, they say people might not uh, notice the difference, which means if you argue the fool, people put you in the same category of a fool because they know you're arguing so you keep back and say no i cannot be doing this i'm a muslim definitely i need to avoid all this that is actually supper itself kicking and playing in you you can have issues with the family shaf as you said your brothers and your sisters mostly today everything is going hey why shaf look at the inheritance and the rest of that where families are broken ties because one wants actually to grab the whole uh, amount that has been inherited all the property all the wealth they want to take it themselves and give nothing, I mean zero, to their family members and yet they part to inherit it and they go and open up big empires for themselves and they start claiming, no, I've done this on my own. I work very hard to get it where it is. It doesn't matter. You know, at the end of the day, whether it was 40 runs and you worked on it and did business, whatsoever you have to have today, it's not, uh, you say, I'll take around 40 runs. You started from that 40 runs that you inherited. So get everything that you got now and dispute it to the rightfully 
owners you tell them it was 40 rand and they traded and this is what around be honest to yourself remember as we said earlier chef you have to go back to allah and there's no stone that will be left unturned in this world you can get clever get lawyers pay them get attorneys pay them get the magistrate pay them and you get saved from all other people coming and claiming or claiming what they are but when you go to that day of kiamat you know you won't be able to save yourself you know remember what allah says in surah yasin shaf to say they in this day of kiamat you know the mouth will be sealed because it can sell a project that is not there that has never been seen so that will be sealed and let the hands and speak out and let the legs and the feet be the witnesses to whatsoever has happened so we must be wary of that you know the day where you won't be able to speak but your actions will have actually to stand up for you whether it's for you or against you so that's the day we should be worried about more so let's have that patience and understand that once again we're going to allow and only just people and good people we make it there without any issues you must remember allow is pure and we only accept purity you know when it comes to him so don't be nasty and dead-hearted and think as long as i do good as long as i read my salah salah only is not what helps you there salah is just the key for your jannah but other actions actually pounds for your key to work smoothly towards your jannah so if you don't have any good actions you go to your salah then you still have a problem because there is a lot of questions you have to answer in order for you to pass through those gates of your door to get into jannah so may allow time make it easy for us that we do understand all these Actually, simple, basic uh, uh, instructions that Allah has taught us uh, through our Nabi Muhammad so that inshallah we go to Allah with salam at Shaf. Ameen, uh, yes, Sheikh, yes, Sheikh, my dad, Jazakallah khaira for that. Also, you know, whilst you're talking, my mind was just uh, floundering through, and I went uh, to the uh, Quranic ayat, Al-Azab, you know, I'm looking at ayat uh, 69, uh, and it's uh, 3369, where it says, uh, believers do not be like those who distress Musa, alayhi salam, and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala declared him uh, quit of the ill they spoke about him and he had a high standing with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In other words, when we're looking at uh, the, what's going on today in the, you know, in Gaza and what's happening here, we know these are um, so-called descendants of uh, Bani Israel uh, but you can see that these are Zionist uh, Yahudis and are doing uh, things contrary to the teachings of uh, what Musa alayhi salam had brought from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and uh, they are doing uh, things that is inspired more by shaitan than anything and uh, perhaps so we as an, uh, believers, we as Ummah, shouldn't fall to the whispering of shaitan and we should make sure that, uh, you know, we do not become a propagandist or a tool that is abetting evil and uh, not, uh, you know, going uh, towards Haq because Haq will uh, smash uh, evil into smithereens. You know, Haq and Batil, they have no equality because Haq is Haq, uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida. And uh, those that are, you know, or actuancing in silence or you're taking a, or being fence-sitters and, you know, don't want to upset the Zionist brigade. Uh, what's your thoughts on that, Yashay? You know, Shaf, as you said, you know, the truth is the truth. Let's stand up on the side of the truth. But also, these are situations like we have now, you know, as uh, terrible as it looks with the, uh, our brothers and sisters in Palestine facing, actually, the genocide that actually we're watching with our own eyes. And we know the reward for those that are passing on is nothing but gender. But for us, just watching and doing nothing, Shaf, is another problem. And then for MBS and actually supplying uh, Israel weapons to be fighting the Houthis on one side, when they're standing to actually stand behind our brothers in Palestine, that tells you hypocrisy actually to the highest end of it, to say, you know what, 
not everybody that says la ilaha illa become a muslim you know and uh, you know that comes back you know to the hadith of nabi sallallahu you know when he says kullu ummati yadkhuluna aljanna illa man aba you look at that how best he says everyone in my ummah will go to jannah except for the one that refuses and then the question was asked nabi sallallahu who refuses to go to jannah oh my nabi and nabi sallallahu says man ata'ani dakhal jannah wa man asani fakadaba whosoever obeys my teachings minus and my instructions goes to jannah and whosoever goes against my instructions goes to jahannam definitely they have refused to go to jannah so you look at this chap you know islam is the religion that teaches strong brotherhood where it comes even to extent of saying la yu'min ahadukum hatta yuhibbul akhihi ma yuhibbul nafsi to see you can never claim to be a believer until and unless you love what you love uh, for yourself for the next brother of yours i mean um, you love to be free you love to move around you love to build malls do whatever you want to do in your country i mean you should love the same for the fellow palestinian muslims to have that kind of life where they should go to the masjid easy come back easy and no obstacles and way but if you're standing on their way becoming an obstacle when everybody's standing up to say now is time we actually introduce arms embargo or we say uh, oil embargo and then we don't trade with them at all let's pull back shaft is amazing i mean you look at the number of uh, people that we calling and muslims how they standing up against what is happening in palestine you'd be surprised i mean when muslims are sitting quiet and yet they got the resources and the means and they got the trading material that can pull back to say if you don't do this by tomorrow we are pulling back our resources and trade uh, uh, issues that we have with you but we're not doing it we're not doing that chap we're sitting one side and just watching maybe simply is because we think uh, this will never happen to us it's happening to them because maybe something is wrong with them but we must remember unless punishment can come to us at any time we have seen things happen like tsunamis and the rest of that hailstorm destroying people's uh, properties you know where allah does not send the army to come and just destroying whatsoever but allah sends a different kind of uh, atmosphere that we must go look back and look and say not ah allah is great he can destroy us even we're making duas for our palestinian brothers and sisters to say allah send to them to the jews tyran ababil you know the same way sent to abra to destroy and his arm of elephants. Allah send the tyrant of Abil to the Israelis and show them what it means for somebody to suffer or to be sitting in panic or to be sitting every day not knowing what is going to happen tomorrow. Although there's a big difference, Shaf, you cannot compare because simply our livelihood we live by the day, understanding we go back to Allah and if you get murdered, we know Jannah is a place. I've seen um, some of uh, media analysts talking about this, say, you know, this war is going to be very difficult for the Israelis to, to win because simply you're fighting somebody is not scared of dying you know they know if they die in that position they go to jannah and yet you want to live so you can be a hero and also you can have the benefits that are there in this world so that is the difference but you know definitely a lot is putting us through a test on this and we have to stand back you know i listened to one lecture on the other day chef uh, when alim is saying um you know <clears throat> what we can do is uh, i know it's difficult for us to stand and say we uh, we're going to boycott everything you know for myself i grew up like for me you know when i have briana i need actually coca-cola to send it go i mean you're actually telling people on salah to say you got selective in whatsoever you choose to boycott is there then that means something is not right somewhere you know when it 
times like this comes, there's no selective kind of kind of boycotting whatsoever is associated to them and their partners that they're with and all their supporters and those supplying them weapons and even supplying them information to destroy a Muslim brothers and sisters has to be boycotted without reservations. That becomes actually further upon us to do that. That's the only way we can stand side by side with our Muslim brothers in Palestine, Shaf. Yes, uh, Sheikh Sh- Sh- Maida, you know, very, I mean, uh, you made me chuckle the little uh, way that, uh, yeah, our fellow brother is talking about, uh, yeah, he can't do without that uh, carbonated drink, uh, the black one, because it makes for easy digestion. Perhaps he's owning a supermarket and he doesn't want to lose that profit he gets from <laughs> from, uh, from uh, sales of that beverage. Uh, and another point uh, being, uh, you know, the selective Sunnah syndrome is uh, quite rife uh, amongst our people. So we need to, you know, get away from that because Allah, you know, Wallahu Alimun Hakim, Allah is all-knowing, all-wise. And the bottom line, Sheikh Shoaib Maida, and if you look at, uh, you know, Surah Al-Zumar, when you look at uh, the, uh, it's, uh, you know, 39, uh, and you look at the verse 68, and the trumpet shall be blown, and all who are in the heavens and the earth shall fall down dead, save those whom Allah wills. Well, that day is coming when the soul, even from the grave, you'll have to get up and start moving, uh, Sheikh Shoaib Maida. That's reality, you know, sometimes that people tend to forget because you're not reading the Quran, you know, with the understanding and meaning and all these ayats, you know, you don't know. Some people go through life, the whole life, knowing uh, nothing about what, what the Quran told them or what the verses of the Quran told them and they just went through life by, you know, like uh, as you uh, spoke about this uh, individual, you reckon you still must have that thing there. So what do you do, Sheikh? Uh, I mean, uh, who, who's culpable here, Sheikh? You know, Shafa is just uh, following your heart in certain instances. If you want to do right, you do right. But if you want to do wrong, don't even spread it to others and actually mention it on the uh, congregation to say you can't do without it and yet you're telling the people what is right. I think that is just nonsensical. And I mean, we must be standing, uh, stooping that law as Muslims. We need actually to be strong, you know, uh, spiritually, physically, we have to be strong about this. And this, I'm talking about what you said, the surah will be brought, Shaf. You look at the teaching of Nabi Sallam we we not actually reading every little sign that our Nabi Sallam prophesies about Kiyamat is just around the corner you know you can see everything say Shaf there's no people become shameless go walk in town and see how women are dressed Shaf unfortunately I mean you can actually see that you know something is not right and I mean see how people are trading be it Muslim and Muslim I mean the trading pattern has gone wrong completely and I mean we were told that the farthest place would be the nearest place now Shaf they created this supersonic kind of airplane where actually it can take you to market in a few minutes and you come back, you do Umrah on the same day, and you be back at home. So all signs that were there, actually, are coming uh, to, to the fall. I mean, people be killing each other, people be dying like flies. Today, see how it is happening in Palestine. Not only that. <laughs> Even around the world, even in America, they hide a lot of stories happening on the side where people just come with guns and just shooting at random and killing a lot of people like flies, of which they don't show it. Even here we have seen that. People just wiping the whole family. And me for what? We don't know. Some saying for drug-related issues and the rest of it, regardless. But people are being wiped up like flies. So you can see, as you said, Shaf, Kiyamat is just around the corner. You know, although, and, and, and the other thing, Kiyamat is around the corner, but death, Shaf, is sitting right on your nose. It's just a matter of sniffing it and you're gone. So we have to be very careful and we have to remember that we come from Allah's final time and we have to remember one day we have to go and we have to pay back for all uh, 
whatsoever we've done, you know, because remember, this world is nothing but a place where you have to be trialed. And our best place is only the Akhira, which means it's either you go to Jannah or you go to Jahannam based on actions. May Allah to protect us and save us from the wrong actions that drives people to Jahannam. And Allah grant us the ability to do good that all of us, inshallah, must live and stay and be happy in Jannah Shaf. I mean, so I mean, uh, yeah, Shaykh, and uh, the reality of that ayat, inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun, from Allah we come and unto Allah uh, should, uh, we should return. It should be like a zikrullah. You should be saying it all the time, and you know, it will really keep you away uh, from the evil and it will keep you on the straight and narrow. And it's such a powerful ayat, inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun, Shaykh Shaykh Maida. And perhaps, uh, you know, we should emphasize on that and uh, drum this ayat into our young children and, you know, make them uh, be yeah, really lovers of Allah. Allah and you know embracing Allah in such a manner that they will you know they love Allah so much that they will they will not want to displease our maker our creator our sustainer no no definitely Shaf. we have to talk about this ayat at all the times you know we do come from Allah and definitely we have to go back to Allah this should be actually at all the time drummed upon us and even our children in the morning we start telling them I'm going to work inshallah if Allah wills I'll be back home you know if we start from there then people understand but ask questions Kids will ask a question, like, but why, what are you saying, Dad? You want to run away from us? You're not coming back. I say, not running away from you. I got a destiny that I go. If yourselves go, you have to go to Allah one day, return where you come from. So it might be my return when I'm out of the house. I want to make you to come here as a father, as it is to be late father, so I can be taken back to where I came from. So this is what we should be doing and inculcating on the kids and making you understand. You know, I've seen most of us today in our families, Shafi, have lost the sense of that nature. We do not speak about death unless it's something else. We only talk about other things. You know, I was saying as a good example to say, you know, look, where we lost it today is the fact that we do not discuss issues and make people, our families understand the reality of it. Today I was saying, you know, if I tell my wife that, you know, I need to go to Palestine because situation is not good. I can go and side by side with the brothers and actually fight their hoodies. You know, my wife might start crying and say, no, you can't go there because what if I you die there and I'm going to be a widow and your children will be orphaned. But I still have to die one way or the other. And you know, you look in different angles of that shaft, or maybe if my policies are in place and everything is there where there's millions that can pick, I can say, no, Bismillah, go, we're happy for you to go. Not because we're happy for you to go and do jihad, but simply because if you're gone, at least we're going to amass whatsoever you left behind. So there is different kind of angles of looking at situations. So we need to build our families in understanding that anything that happens through the will of Allah is a benefit for them in the sense you are doing what Allah pleases, but not for them to gain an upper hand because they're tired of you. So say, no, if you go there, it's better sitting backwards. And I want to, I want him to go because simply I can have this. That shouldn't be there. And that can happen today because that's how we have treated our family. We have put money and worth of this dunya first before Allah and anything that is spiritual. So we also get the same kind of uh, uh, of reaction if we behave like that. But if we change the narrative and put Allah first, everything we do, you know, late in Allah's hands, inshallah, I want to do this. You know, inshallah, I might do this yeah, if I get this. Inshallah, this will happen. If we have that at heart, shah, definitely we do understand that everything comes to the will of Allah and also putting that, as you said, inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi every day to say, you know, we come from Allah and we are on the journey going back to Allah, although he hasn't told us when we're going to go. But if I'm gone, remember Allah is going to take care of 
Inshallah, yes, sir, Sheikh Shoy Maida. Uh, maybe there's some wind tunnel near you, but Alhamdulillah, your messages are coming through uh, very powerfully. And, uh, you know, before we let you go, Sheikh Shoy Maida, uh, you know, the, the ayat of the Noble Quran where it says, uh, surely the worst are moving creatures in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are those... Uh, uh, those are creatures who definitely deny the truth and are therefore in no way to uh, to accept it. Those that have, uh, you know, denied and no matter how much you can see these, uh, you know, t- uh, evangelists and so forth uh, being death cert against Islam, uh, not taking the message in, uh, fabricating stories and making up and uh, giving their own type of commentary, which is uh, sometimes not in the noble Quran, but they'll try and say, no, it's there. And you ask them, show me the line and you show me the verse on which surah it comes back. They'll look at you dumbfounded they'll say some gibberish how important it is for us to know our quran properly so when these uh, phobes come to us and they try uh, making up story but it's in your quran and you ask them for burhan they absolutely fail they fail your sheikh talk to us no, no, definitely. You must remember, even everything about Zionism is fake. Everything about uh, the other religions too is not like a genuine in the sense that they choose and pick of whatever suits them, and the rest of that they leave it one side. Of which we know uh, in our deen, I mean, Allah says we must take whatever Allah has given us completely, not 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 cutting corners or shortcuts, because it is the message that comes from Allah and there's no doubt about it. So if you hold fast to the ropes of Allah's part, as He says. And all of us will hold fast to the ropes of Allah and never allow uh, differences arose between us. Because once you have differences, you become weaker. You know, you can be big in numbers because you have you, sh- you share different opinions, you become weak in the sense you don't support one another. So we need to leave and outgrow all that and start working together as a unit, as a team, as our Nabi has taught us. The believers should be working like one body. You know, when one part of it is feeling pain, the whole body actually temperature will go high because the other parts are trying to fight that pain on the other parts so that the body stays calm and comes uh, comes right after. So we need to wake that way, Shaf, and understand that you know there's nothing good in this life and on the obedience of Allah Ta'ala as we always say, Shaf, Allah Rasul, obey Allah and obey his Rasul. You know, that is the best recipe for us in order if we know what is good for us, you know, after this dunya, after we go back to Allah Ta'ala Shaf. Yes, uh, Sheikh Shoemad, I really enjoyed the evening in your company. Uh, perhaps your uh, parting words before we let you go. You know, Shav, the Quran is the way for us, uh, the way of love of life, and is the way that tells us on how to live our lives. I'm actually uh, learning lessons that way in the past, and actually giving us a present uh, livelihood, and also showing us about the future and how we can actually attain our future uh, goals, inshallah. So, actually, make um, make actually you would with the Quran and read it at all the time so that actually we attain the message of Allah Ta'ala and we pave our right way and easy way for all of us to go to Jannah Jazakallah khaira, Ya Sheikh Shweb Maida, as we said, the Quran, the reflections from the Quran, and uh, mashallah, uh, a scholar of your, your stature, really uh, giving your time to, uh, inshallah, empower the Ummah and empowering us. Uh, Sheikh Shweb Maida, you have a beautiful evening ahead. We'll talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Time for us to go for a break. When you get back, uh, Mulana Salim Karim will be joining us.